I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Welcome to the Backstreet Boys are all grown up with their own family. Cue the show hello that's caitlin bits a guy this is lauren brickman actually hello, it's fun yeah <laughs> actually fun. actually <laughs> it's true yeah uh welcome to we stand together yeah mm-hmm. just like to do this thing where i pretend i can't work this <laughs> it's cute it's fun it gets you on my side mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh-huh uh so lauren brickman and caitlin bits a guy who are they who who is who? that great why are we here uh-huh. So basically, we're pop culture professors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some of you um, have actually been my student. Uh, I And some of you have been Caitlin's student. Absolutely. Um, so we have backgrounds. Yeah, give it up for Caitlin as a teacher. Just kidding. Yeah, Yay. thank you. Just for me. Um, and because we have academic backgrounds and because we each binge watch a minimum two series a week, mm-hmm. we decided we put two and two together and we are the pop culture professors. Precisely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, in case you were concerned, um, I did want to share some of my RateMyProfessor.com reviews that I've gotten. Um, so one of the most charming and energetic professors I've ever met, super respectful to others and deeply understands your concerns. Take her and you won't regret it. That's so sweet. Nice. Yeah, that was a nice one. Um, and then there was she's a great professor she is cute too Uh-oh. 
learned so much from her class. There's okay. more. And then there was this one. Um, Brickman is very cool. She's kind of weird, but it's funny. Take this class. <laughs> she isn't hard, and she makes <laughs> stuff fun. So, you know, just in case you were worried about what it's like you to be in my class. You are in good hands. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. what? that's great that you have actual academic and professional credits, yes. but what are our pop culture creds? Mm -hmm, like, what mm -hmm. do these gals know? Who are they? Who are they? So here's me. Here's some things about me. Mm -hmm. Candy Burris is weary of me. <laughs> sure. I had three very distinct interactions with her in the year 2018, and she's fine with me, doesn't love seeing me. I've seen her look at you. It is uncomfortable. But, you know, but she interacts. She does what she has to do as a professional, as did I. Uh, I can't go into all of it because of an NDA, but anyway. Uh, I discussed the progressive commercials where people turn into their parents with Janelle from Sister Wives on Twitter. We both think they're very funny. <laughs> oh, and Tom Arnold once said, uh, you can tell I'd been through a lot, which isn't actually true, except for that email exchange with Tom Arnold. Um, and if you give our podcast a five-star review, I'll give you Tom Arnold's email. It's true. And that is a threat. Uh, my credentials. Uh, first, uh, Judith White once told me I had a lot inside of me to share. Um, this was because I did wait for her at the stage door <laughs> of a show she was in, and then I cried while explaining to her my MFA thesis. <laughs> she was remarkably understanding. Uh, Kathleen Turner once called me sexy. All right. Um, wow. I it's true. She would know. As she would know. Uh, I took a workshop with her, and she <laughs> really prides herself. She really thinks she taught me how to be sexy, and it was a really fun moment for her, and I love that. Um, and then the last thing is that, oh, this is just, this is me being vulnerable with you. Um, as a child growing up in Oklahoma, there wasn't a lot of film and TV work. Um, I did convince my parents to take me to an audition for Oscar Myers, uh, and I was going to have to sing, oh, I wish I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, but I didn't get to that point because I had a breakdown in the park parking lot and told my parents I wasn't ready for stardom. <laughs> it's my biggest regret. Yeah, that could have been it. Could have been it. <sighs> but we're here. All right. And our most important credit is a joint one. We mm -hmm. are current on Grey's Anatomy it's all true. 17 seasons. 17 seasons going into 18 will never be free. It's true. Now, really quick, for anyone in the audience who maybe used to be in season like 3, 4, 10, or 11, a fan, um, we have exciting news for you tonight. It was just announced that a fan favorite character is coming back for season 18. So I want to hear from you all. What character does do you think is coming back? This is an OG character. They were around in the beginning. So even if you haven't watched in 10 years, you know this character. Patrick Dempsey. Wow, great, great, great call. Great that call. was her husband, right? That mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. her husband. Any other? Any other? The scrub nurse. Oh, oh which one? Good call. Question I know mark. which one you mean. The okay. guy. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sandra. Oh, Catherine wow. Heigl. Oh, my God. Wow. How good with these are all great ideas. Mm -hmm. However, the showrunners of Grey's Anatomy went with her mom that died 15 seasons ago. It's true. Meredith's dead mom is back, y'all! Right? Yeah, you're never, you're never fully written off Grey's, okay? Mm -hmm. yeah. But we love a chance to see Kate Burton. Okay, so September 30th, we will be watching if anyone wants to chat. Uh, all right, so now some of you might be like, but what is Stan? What does Wh it why mean? Why are we even here? Why are we here? Well, we're here to be obsessive fans over different celebrities, different um, trending news yeah. items, and, you know, I'm standing something pretty big right now. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, right now, I am standing 
respect. The Aretha Franklin biopic. Yeah, yeah, slow claps. Um, it was incredible. But here's the thing I didn't know going in. I knew it would be great. I knew Jennifer Hudson was gonna be great. Nobody told me Mary J. Blige was in it. Wow. She's so fucking good. Wow. I don't want to do any spoilers, but there is a moment that literally I started sobbing during because it was so iconic. So get yourselves to a movie theater. Spoilers for Aretha Franklin's life. <laughs> yeah. All right. Respectful. Uh, I also have a stan. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure it's really good, too. Yep. Yep. Um, it's Central Park. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Really cool place. If you guys haven't checked it out, there's a lot of green space, there's statues, there's restaurants. I enjoy it, frankly, and if that's controversial, so be it. Yeah. When you poloed me today to tell me that this was going to be your stand tonight, I was crying in Central Park. Oh, so you've heard of it. I have. I have. That is it's another, true. real New Yorkers where, you know where to go to cry. Mm -hmm. uh, we should write a guide, actually. Yeah, yeah. Put, mm -hmm. put a pin in that idea. Yeah. Um, so the real reason we have this show is, of course, uh, because always and forever we will stand Joshua Jackson. Uh, Matt, thank you so much yeah, for looking. Super fan Matt looking out for Josh. Thank you so much. Uh, every month we invite Josh and we save a chair in the back. Um, so just, just so you know, when we say we invite him, we really mean it. We invite him literally. We've slid into DMs. We have sent emails. Um, we have sent more emails. Like We really do reach out to him and his team. Um, I've contacted his agent, his publicist, everyone. So here's the thing. Allegedly, he's not in town right now, but we never know. So right. if he does show up, there are just three important rules to remember. Number one, act cool. Act cool. All right. We're all good. We're all good. Okay. Okay. Number two, remember he's here for us, not for you. Yeah. 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 And, and thirdly, it kind of goes, don't embarrass us. Yeah. You know? Those are just the three important rules. You know, just like if and when he gets here, like, it's like fine, you know? It's, cool. <laughs> it's normal. Um, now, if any of you do have a way in which we can get in touch with him, please let us know. Yeah. Please let us know. Um, okay. Oh, wow. This is really amazing, Okay, this is huge. Guys. Okay, okay, okay. So the first two shows, we kind of, for fun, put something we don't stand to help you familiarize with the terminology. The first month, we chose Megan McCain, mm -hmm. and she immediately retired from The View. It's true. Like, the next day. Last month, we did Jamie Spears, who is no longer the conservator of Britney Spears. Um, so, this is a, a little insight. This is our... So this is a real text message between Caitlin and I when we found out we're now convinced we are witches. <laughs> So we feel a heavy crown on our head right. with who to not stand next. Right, right. And yeah, we had some ideas. So we had some ideas. Um, we were going to do Lauren Osnes, but fun fact, she canceled herself, so we don't have yeah. to. Lauren was making the slide, and it just happened. I started to make the slide, and then I found out she was fired. So there we go. Easy. So, but there has been a big miscarriage of justice in the mm -hmm. entertainment world and I think you guys know what I'm talking about the Jeopardy choice mm -hmm. to hire the producer Mike Richards mm -hmm. as yeah. the new host over the great one yes oh I'm so sorry yeah. we had to just break I'm that sorry that you, you found out here I'm sorry but luckily with the power of the show it'll be different soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, because we won't stop until we get justice for LeVar Burton all right, he taught us to read. So we will just be spending all of our time and energy trying to get LeVar back on the stage he belongs on. So that's exactly. where we're at right now. Just a little insight into our psyche. Um, but tonight, we're oh, so excited. We're so excited. On this stage, we have two very important guests. Two very important guests. If you were here for our show in July, you already met them. You already fell in love with them. Please welcome to the stage, Kim and Sam. 
Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z, Gen Z. Welcome, Kim and Sam. Hello. Hi. Oh, they're so sweet. Uh, Kim and Sam are real life Gen Zers and my former students. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. So we like to bring Kim and Sam with us just everywhere because they're very positive. But we like to bring them to this stage to keep us in line. Right. We got to keep doing the work, you know? Yeah. Um, the last time they were on stage with us, they said they thought Dawson's Creek was a Twilight knockoff. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was honest and it was brave. And I think about it every night when I cry myself to sleep. Mm -hmm. So we thought, let's try this again. Right. So it's August 16th, y'all. Yes, August, August 16th has had a lot of stuff happen. There was Gold Found. There was the original cartoon with audio released. And Pete Best left the Beatles. So this is an iconic day in history. It's also, if you didn't know it, National Roller Coaster Day. Wow. Yeah. And Caitlin and I interpreted National Roller Coaster Day in a different way. Right. We're thinking about roller coasters like emotional, emotional roller, roller coasters. coasters that you will be going on while viewing this show. Mm -hmm. Which is celebrity, celebrity kooks. kooks. We are dedicating this show to the kooks. Um, now, Kim and Sammy, first check-in of the night. When we say celebrity kooks, who do you think of? Kanye. Okay. That's great. Iconic. Great. That Iconic cross-generational answer. We all okay. get it. Because uh, I feel Kanye has played with my heart so many times, right. and he just constantly just plays with my emotions. That and he's just so crazy about it too. He rents out a whole stadium to never drop an album, so that's usually <laughs> how it works. Excellent point. Yeah. Excellent point. Excellent he's point. He's a great kook. He's a great kook. He's a great, he's a great kook. kook. I think you're you're on the right path. Um, and today we have birthdays of of several kooks. Uh, but before we say anything, oh. do you know who these three people yes, are? Yes. Do you know who any of these people are? <laughs> These are some fun GIFs. <laughs> Do you guys say GIF or GIF, you know? <laughs> so just to confirm, you do not know who any of these people are. The middle pick is it, it the middle pick throws you off. You the certainly pick. must know this person, or I will just run out the front door. Um, that is Angela Bassett, Madonna. Weird oh. pick, weird pick, right? It is a weird pick. And uh, most importantly, Kathy Lee Gifford. Um, All born on today. Yeah, and I wanted to give a special shout out. She's really our podcast icon. Mm -hmm. uh, people forget that about seven years ago, she had a podcast called Kathy Lee and Company. Mm -hmm. If you think our show is chaotic, <laughs> I just want you to see a screen grab of some guests she would have. Mm -hmm. So we have Lori Laughlin and Seth Radetzky in one episode. Woo! Dr. Phil and... Uh, Christian progressive Kirsten Powers mm -hmm. and I cannot think of a better lineup in my life than Tia Mowry and Betty Buckley. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really quick, of the names mentioned on this screen, which ones do you recognize? Dr. Phil. Phil. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Fascinating. So it is Leo season mm -hmm. and yeah, shout out to the Leos here. Um, and I don't know if we even really believe in astrology, but I believe in Leos. <laughs> um, they're spirited, free people, mm -hmm. I would say. Uh, a lot of energy, a lot of chaos. We've seen, you know, Madonna. Yeah, words like vivacious, theatrical, passionate get thrown around a lot. Um, they also get accused of basking in the spotlight, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm, certainly seems mm -hmm. true. Attention-seeking, mm -hmm, yes. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to talk about two very important Leos uh, to me. Uh, that is David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Um, their birthdays are August 7th and August 9th. 
Mm-hmm. These three days really wreak havoc on the X-Files standum on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I think probably wreaked havoc on a set in Vancouver for nine years. So... It's true. Just a little vocab lesson, and we are professors. So an X-File with a PH, that's a fan of the X-Files. Jelovny is Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny's relationship, not Mulder and Scully, the characters. I'm talking the real people. Mm-hmm. That has a name. It's Jelovny. Anti is someone against Jelovny, and that's strangely going to come up. So... This past week, um, it's August 7th. The standum is not optimistic about how this is going to go. Oh, I should say this. Over the past few years, sometimes they make a huge deal out of each other's birthdays on Twitter. Sometimes they ignore each other on Twitter. Yeah. One time, tragically, she said happy birthday. He did not say it back. <laughs> So this Stan, whose Twitter name we don't need to focus on, um, (laughs) is... We don't have to, but we can. She's really representing um, how everyone kind of felt. Everyone Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be a low-key year because they're not promoting anything. Uh, So it's David Duchovny's birthday, August 7th. Now, here's his dog's Twitter account uh, that he for sure runs. Mm -hmm. I can't emphasize to you enough that a 60-year-old... A-list television actor logs into a Twitter for his dog mm-hmm. and wishes himself a happy birthday. But that is what happens, okay? So the dog, yeah, the dog's name is Brick. I don't know. His actual kids are named West and Kid. So he's not good at this. Um, <laughs> her son's names are Felix and Oscar. Nobody tell her. Um, <laughs> so I guess taking the cue from that, Jillian comes in with, hey, Brick Duchovny, it's Stella. That's her dog. She named after her character from the fall. It's Yikes. True. I heard it was your human's birthday. Hey, David Duchovny, happy birthday. Love, Stella. So okay. one stand fell, uh, as we all do, Jillian deserves jail time for tweeting pretending <laughs> to be her dog. <laughs> and I agree. What's worse is he came back from the dog account. Again, David Duchovny gets out his iPhone. He switches accounts to his dog's account, which I do follow, uh, and says, thanks for the ball, Stella. I'll let David Duchovny know. Hope you're human. Jillian Anderson is doing great. Play date soon? I hate this. Okay. It's far from over. Um, so this was his response. It was actually kind of, this was on her birthday, two days later, August 8th, we all do a Shabbat and just rest. <laughs> and then... Um, so this is, like, this, this is weird for a number of reasons. It makes a lot of sense. It's a picture of them from the show they starred on together, and it's a birthday episode. This actually feels to me like his PR person did it, because it's just too logical. Mm-hmm. Also, Jillian Anderson doesn't know anything about the X-Files, which the standum did represent as, <laughs> I don't remember this scene. And then she left him on, like, red for about 24, 23 hours. Um, that's our gal. She's back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but eventually she does respond. Thanks, Double D, back at you. Again, kind of strange. Now, there's a third celebrity in all of this. Um, so our gal at Dana Scully 0709 says, has Orlando Jones seen this? Now, <gasps> you're like, Orlando Jones, kind of remember the name. It's this guy. It's the Make 7 mm-hmm. Up Yours guy. He's yeah. also on American Gods. He's done. Yeah. Correct, Matt. He and David Duchovny starred in the movie Evolution together, and Gillian Anderson is also on American God, so I don't think together. Uh, he is also a Jelovny stan. He is oh. obsessed with these two people that he's met dating. Uh, and again, they're 52 and 60 years old. Um, so he, this is him on Easter of this year uh, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> 
this man, who I cannot emphasize enough, is a working actor. This person gets paid. He's probably a millionaire. And he knows these people, and he tweets this out into the world. He is crazy. So that is why that other Stan asked if he'd seen it. And boy, had he seen it. Okay, so... <laughs> so this is him, again, a real adult, saying he hopes other adults he knows uh, get together romantically. Mm -hmm. Then, unfortunately, someone alerted the antis. Remember, we learned that word. Now, this anti comes in and tries to chastise Orlando Jones for being excited about the birthday, but Orlando Jones is not having it. What mm -hmm. he's having is emojis. And... Um, She's shake your magic eight ball and tell me the future. Like he's mad at, again, a rando for saying <laughs> that Gillian Anderson, David Duchovny will never be together. And in that way, I very much relate to Orlando Jones. Yeah. Um, so finally, at Scully's Brook said what is so true. <laughs> Both Gillian and David woke up and chose chaos the last few days. Wow. Wow. And they chose it for me. So that's the journey. And I'll keep you abreast of next year. I, to... One statement and then a question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the statement is, I love the way in which you presented Orlando as if you're not going to do the exact same thing if you ever, you know, end up working on a show with either of them. Oh, 100%. Okay, great. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. is more just like a, a, a preface of what the, your next chapter will look like. Exactly. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Nailed it. And now I just wanted to check in with you all. Two things. One, have you seen The X-Files? No, not no. really. Not really. No. Not yeah. really. Okay. Um, cool. So to you, who are David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson? Um, <laughs> honestly, um, while, <laughs> while you were recounting this whole saga, I think my blood sugar went up. Like, I think I just got a lot of anxiety from the Twitter yeah. state. I just, yeah. I don't know what to think. There was a lot of mood lighting and they were looking at each other. I don't know. There's some chemistry. Nailed it. Okay, Gen Z ship Regular it to little Chris me. Carter here. Uh, well, fabulous. Uh, you know, we don't want them to have all the fun. Uh, Gen Z, I have a question. Do you know who this is? <laughs> I'm going to give you a hint. Does this help? <laughs> it helps me. <laughs> there's so much going on here. Um, <laughs> okay, so there's this and there's this. Any idea who this is? N not at all. Even no. seeing her name on the slide <laughs> means nothing to you. It means absolutely nothing. No. My God. Wow. Wow. I'm um, envious in so many ways. <laughs> have you ever heard of a TV show called Beverly Hills 90210? Yes. Okay, cool. So she was one of the stars. She was Donna Martin on Beverly Hills 90210. Her dad was Aaron Spelling, who produced like every TV show in the 1990s. Mm hmm. I was born in 2001. Good to know. Um, well, then I think you're. I think you're both going to be particularly uh, adept at helping us solve this problem. Right. So I'm constantly thinking about and worried about Tori Spelling, and I noticed this interaction this week. All right. Okay. So um, before I move on, Hilaria Baldwin. Do you know who that is? Do you know who Hillary Thomas is? Hillary do you know, Duff. Do you know who Alec Baldwin is? Y yes. All right, so his crazy wife. Um, kook. Total kook. Definition of kook. Um, she's been going through a lot this year, and I got very scared this week when I saw that Tori Spelling was commenting on her Instagram, adore you so much, wish we live closer to each other. 
that was a lot for me. I'm now officially concerned. And so I have, I have a question for you, Gen Z, but also you, the audience. I want to know who can save Tori from Tori. Um, she needs a new squad because yeah. she's out here thirsting for Hilaria on Instagram. And I personally think that she can do better. So I want everyone to just take a moment, visualize a world where Tori's okay. And she's got a real squad behind her. Who's in her squad? Who can help this woman? You have no idea who she is. She has a lot of children, though. Who do you think can help her? Wow. wow. I mean... I mean, they can help anyone. But could she pull it. that off? You know, like, that's that's aspirational for her. But, like, uh, is there someone, like, in her range I'm gonna be that honest, would have lunch with her? I'm going to be honest with you. Tori somehow gets her way to that luncheon. They go to the restroom and they never come back. So that's, that's too, we're reaching too high. Just to be clear, Tori Spelling hosts a 90210 recap podcast that Lauren and I don't listen to. <laughs> That's true. And that's rough. <laughs> However, I did watch the Lifetime special where she subjected herself to a lie detector on national television, and it did come out. She did try to sell Jason Priestley's wedding invitation for cash. So there was that. So that's the level we're dealing with here. Does anyone have an idea of how we can save Tori? Lil you know Nas what? X. Honestly, he's kind enough that I think it could work. I yeah, think, and he has a quirky personality. What do you all think? Little Nas? I I like Lil Nas for this situation. I feel like she has to. I feel like she has to meet somebody who's like kind of crazy and then work her way up to like a little bit more crazy. Kind of crank it up a little bit. Excellent. Yes. John Travolta. Wow. Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips. That's that's almost like too, you know. That's like almost too good of an answer. The thing about Busy Phillips <laughs> is that. Busy Phillips, it would be dark because Busy and, Don and Donna, Busy and Tori would get together and Tori's talking about Brian Austin Green and Busy's just talking about Colin Hanks the whole time. So in a weird way, it does work just like me and my best friend used to talk about boys in the dorm room drunk. That's, that's the level of friendship that is. They do. Interesting. They both talk and they don't hear. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Fine. All right. All right. Cool. cool. Well, I'm I into it. I think we solved it. Busy Phillips and Little Nas X. Give it a round Yay. up. That's the new squad. Um. So I'd like to talk about another kook that we love to hate and hate to love. Is Kirstie Alley? Do you guys does this person's name or their aura mean anything to you? She looks fun. Um, <laughs> I agree. I strongly agree. Yeah, so, she does look fun, right? So just to go over her bio, she's an Emmy Award-winning star of Cheers, mm -hmm. Scientologist, kook alert, um, Pier One advocate, yep. and we respect that. Um, so she just... I'm always up and down, hot and cold <laughs> with Kirstie because she's got some really, really bad and dangerous opinions. Yep. Um, so she is like a, a Trumper and yep. uh, not getting the COVID vaccine, but does believe COVID exists because mm -hmm. she very recently had it. Yep. Um, and this though, like this is so funny to me. I don't agree with it, but like, are you kidding me? Broadway shows only allowing vaccinated audience members and must show proof. Damn, guess COVID-19 antibodies aren't, <laughs> aren't enough to see a show. Bummer to the max. <laughs> I mean, I don't agree with this at all, but I will be using bummer to the max <laughs> more regularly. If you're going to be an anti-vaxxer, at least bum it to the max, man. Yeah, you know. And But here's the thing. She's, like, um, hard to pin down as far as, like, her tirades. Mm -hmm. Because this person, uh, Hotep Jesus, tries to get her engaged in the topic of, if your family watches TV, you will lose family to propaganda. And she says, well, what about Cheers? <laughs> She just takes the time to plug her show from 35 years ago that mm -hmm. everyone's heard of. Yeah. Um, and then she's like a big environmentalist. Like it doesn't like, where are you, Kirstie? What is going on? So climate 
change is not a hoax, but the vaccine is. Uh-huh. It's, it's a it's, lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Um, oh, and then this one just makes no sense. I'm old enough to remember when a rag mag, okay, okay magazine, magazine, had a semi-real source, kidding, an inkling of truth, kidding, and did minimal research to find out why my son looks like versus a 20-year-old family friend featured in their shit pics. Time for another podcast episode, okay? <laughs> I've read it eight or nine times. I don't know what happened at all. She's upset and it's time for another podcast episode. Okay. And finally, cursive is language in motion. (laughs) Yeah. So she's just a kook. I love to hate. I I wish I could write her off, but I can't. She keeps coming back into my life. Um, So thank you. That's my journey of Kirstie Alley. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now here's, you know, we are an academic institution. So we're asking questions too. Why are the real housewives on LinkedIn? Why? Why are they there? How is it serving the world? So here's Sonia Morgan's profile. Uh-huh. And uh, I did wait for the photo to load. That is what she has up. It is that blurry. <laughs> yep. Um, so on LinkedIn, you can like recommend people or have them recommend you. Mm-hmm. And she has recommended like, she has like eight recommendations of people and some are like paragraphs that are like well-written and you know she didn't do those. Um, Mm -hmm. Because these two, she definitely actually did and she signs them all Sonia Morgan. Yep. Um, so her best friend Ramona Singer and castmate also on LinkedIn, both graduates of FIT, oddly enough, which I, I thought was like a pretty good school, but now uh, I have to go back and wonder. I have doubts now. Um, so this is her bio. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It's, it's just littered with grammatical problems and typos, which is fine. Again, she doesn't need to be on LinkedIn. It's I like, do love that it ends with, in addition, she is one of the stars of Bravo's Real Housewives in New York City. Yeah, and she's also definitely not had this business for 41 years. That is no. straight up a lie. It's yeah. just weird. But she is the founder of RMS Fashions. 41 years and eight months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from the West Coast, our girl Vicky Gunvalson, who does have basically the most real career. She's a horrible person, mm-hmm. don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Um, but I can tell you she does write those recommendations that Sonia doesn't. Yes. Because for some reason, she went on a Wisconsin-based <laughs> radio show and decided to write them a wreck. And it's quite long. It's so long. So she was just a guest on a radio show, and she decided that they needed, Krista and Tracy <laughs> needed uh, some some love. And I love that. I, I don't know. If you can ask, if you can answer, why do you think they're on LinkedIn? Also, yeah, why do you, are you on LinkedIn? Is anyone your age on LinkedIn? No, right? You're I know so- some people on LinkedIn, but it's like as a meme. They <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, maybe answered my question here. <laughs> do you know, who, what are your thoughts on the housewives? I'm not really sure what that show is about. Do they just, um... It's strangely not self-explanatory because everything in the title is misleading. (laughs) Yeah, because like, is there like an objective to the show? Is there there like an overall... Uh, I guess just for me to spend my life (laughs) doing something, (laughs) just watching the show. Um, No, No, absolutely not. It's not like a show where you win something or anything like that. It's just you follow these women who are uh, often between 50 and 60 years old and they're wealthy and they like throw wine at each other Mm -hmm. or like they start a toaster line, but then they don't. Like keeping up. Uh, with the Kardashians? Yeah! Very much like that. Kris Jenner was on an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's true. When I was looking at the LinkedIn profiles, I felt like I was looking at like the four horsemen of the apocalypse, but just for like, (laughs) just for like old people who don't know how to use a computer. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
Yeah, that does look a little like my mom's Facebook profile picture. Oh, yeah. And this is also her banner, which is her real business. And she messed it up. Like, this is a real... Yeah, you're right. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Clears a lot. Clears up a lot. Okay. Okay. Now we're doing a game. We're ready for game time. Who's ready to play a game? All right. Tonight, we are going to have Gen Z versus the audience in a little game that we're calling Who's the Flat Earther? There is no bigger kook. Uh, philosophy than celebrities believe the earth is flat. The earth that we're on now. You'd be shocked how many celebrities think this planet is flat. So we're going to show a a matchup of two celebs. Gen Z is going to decide who they think the flat earther is. You guys are going to tell us whether you think they're right or not. Uh, But let them answer first, then you can scream it out, okay? All right, here's our first matchup. We got Millie Bobby Brown versus Alicia Silverstone. Who's the flat earther, baby? One of them is... One of them is, let's, <laughs> one of these doesn't believe in science. Who is it? Who do you think it is? Alicia, Alicia. for sure. Okay. Our girl Millie would never. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Millie, it is Millie. 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 And guess what? Points to the audience. Vinny it's is absolutely Millie. correct. But if you had that feeling that Alicia is a little bit of a kook, you're right, because don't forget, she feeds her son like a baby bird. She does believe in baby birding. Alicia believes in chewing up the food and spitting it up in her child's mouth. So don't worry, she's so a kook your, your, your too. You were right. Were, your instincts were right. Okay. Now we got Tila Tequila versus Kylie Jenner. Which one's the flat earther? That's Tila Tequila. Wow. <laughs> yes, that is true. You're correct. You're correct. But our girl Kylie. Ooh, believes in chemtrails. It's true, it's true, it's true, it's true. So they're both kooky. Billionaire kook. All right, one point for Gen Z, one point for the audience. We got All a couple right. more rounds to go. Here we go. All we- right, Courtney Love versus Bob. Who's the flat earther? B.O.B. All right, famously. <laughs> it's true, it's true, you're right, you're He's right. He's probably the most famous flat earther going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love, uh, first of all, shout out to the guy who said, who's B.O.B.? <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> okay. Like, I'm not sure if y'all remember this, but did y'all remember the feud B.O.B. had with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, where yes. he released the diss track about B- the Earth being flat, and Neil deGrasse Tyson's <laughs> nephew came out with a separate diss track being like, no, the Earth <laughs> is round, bitch. And I was like, that was a weird time to be on Twitter. <laughs> Wow, Sam is really your student, Lauren. You've done a great <laughs> job. You've done an amazing job. Um, that is true. Mm-hmm. BLB is one of the most famous flat earthers. However, Courtney Love's got some kook, too. She thinks that she knows where the missing Malaysia Airlines plate is. <laughs> you guys, she thinks she knows. She really thinks she knows. I, I, we don't have the, I mean, the leads are drying up. We might as well ask Courtney Love. I mean, it makes as, mu- as much sense as anything else, but still, she really thinks she solved it. Uh, <sighs> all right. All right. Last, oh, this next to hard. last round. This is our second to last round. Jaden Smith versus Logan Paul. Who thinks the earth is flat? See, I feel like Logan Paul's the obvious answer. And I feel like you want to trick us. (laughs) (laughs) I might say Jaden Smith. What do you think? Oh, because Logan Paul went to that Flat Earth conference, right? Oh. Did he? As a journalist or as a believer? (laughs) 
I'll, I'll go you, Jaden. I'll go Jaden. You go Jaden. Audience, what do you think? Logan. Logan. It is Logan Paul. But Jaden's got a kooky idea. Jaden is so sweet. He thinks Wakanda is real. He really does. <laughs> it's so sweet. He genuinely believes it's a real place and not just from movies yes, and comic Sam. books. Can I also say, during, uh, one, in one of his albums, uh, his first album, I was listening to it and I was having a really good time. And then he was like, yeah, he was like, do, he was doing the regular like rap like cliches. Like, yeah, I got more money than you. I'm like, yeah, talk your shit. And then he was like, by the way, what happened to Building 7? I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting... <laughs> <laughs> Was this in the script? Like, <laughs> wow, 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 wow! wow. Jaden Smith is leading listeners down a kook path. Interesting. <laughs> Good to be know. careful when you let your children listen to you. All right, and we have one final round: Sherry Shepard versus Bruce Willis. But really quick, before you tell us who you think, do you know who both these people are? Um, I know who Bruce Willis yeah. is, but I don't know. I don't know Sherry. You don't know who Sherry Shepard is. All right, so yes, so Tracy Morgan's wife from Thirty Rock versus Die Hard. Who do you think is the flat earther? I believe in you. I believe in you both. You're gonna get it. Any, meeny, miny, Honestly, like. You got this. You got. Go with your gut. I Trust your Bruce instinct. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah, I yeah. want to say Bruce. Okay. Audience. Wow, they are screaming. The audience, audience is, is screaming. Shade Shepard, and Sherry the audience Shepard. is correct. Yeah. But hold on. Assholes because Bruce Willis doesn't believe Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK. And that's like that that that's like <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. He keeps he has said over and over the people that killed JFK are still in power. Yes. So I guess he thinks Biden killed JFK. <laughs> Uh, it's just, I don't think it's, I think a lot of people have this this uh, thought process. It's just incredible how many different platforms and how many different ways Bruce Willis has found to express his opinions. And over the years, many times. Google so it, many of, times. Brings it up in a lot of interviews. <laughs> he brings it up. There's, he can make anything about this and that's his superpower. He needs to get Courtney Love on this case. <laughs> And then we'll know. We'll have and peace. then we'll know peace. Well, good job, Gen Z. Job. You got you got some good points. Excellent job, audience. Oh. Okay. Um, this is an important part of the night where I acknowledge that I often say things that people have problems with. My opinions <laughs> are my own. Um, but guess what? We are about to have intermission here in a moment. So if you have a problem with something I said, please meet me at the bar. I will have a beef with brick session. Um, because we do have a second show this night. Downstairs party is going to be Woo! coming on stage in a little bit. So don't worry. Stick uh, around for that. Stick around for downstairs party or stick around to fight me at the bar. Either way. Not mutually exclusive. Um, right. And uh, you know what? We are WeStan, and they are Sammy and Kim. Give it up for Sammy and Kim. We, Thank you, Gen Z. You keep us humble. Uh, we have a podcast that comes out every Tuesday on all the podcast platforms, and you can follow us at We Stand Social on we all get, the stuff. It's true. We got an episode dropping tomorrow morning with uh, the fabulous Morgan Miller where we talk about lesbian breakups and makeups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you thought yes. tonight was niche, Sh it gets nicher from here. It gets nicher. Uh, Thank thanks you guys so much. for coming out.